Good morning, Rabboisai. By Michael Levin for my father's 16th yard side. And sponsored by Dr. Chaim Levitan. Oh, as a thank you to Hagos Borhu for being able to reopen his dental office. Should have a lot of atzlocha. What was it, a whole year closed? 14 months? You were employed, but just your office was closed for 14 months. Unbelievable. I love this email from Avram Aberbeck. Dear Abeli, just want to let you know that I really enjoy watching your daf share. I joined you almost at the beginning of COVID on YouTube. What is that, 14 months ago? You're still going strong. I'm going strong. He says Yishukayach. I'm no novice at the daf either. At the end of Seder Moed, I'll be completing my fifth cycle. You keep mentioning that from a kasha start minished. You don't die from a kasha. I have a raya as we can your start from a kasha. You could die from a kasha. Rashi tells us, this is unbelievable here, Rashi tells us that each of the Shifte Ka married a twin sister of one of his brothers. And yet, when they came down to Mitzrayim, there were only 70 souls. So what does Rashi do? He kills off 11 Yiddish Techter because he had a kasha. <laughs> but what happened to them? Isn't this the perfect proof? Azmi Ken Yosh starving from a kasha? P.S. The proof has an upschlag. If you were born from Akasha, who did the shift they come marry? I don't know. Your, Tal- your Talmud, Avram, Aberbach. It only comes after you finish Shas five times. Yeah. How are you? New guys. You want to choose with him? One on one? Also, Avrumi, Avrumi, Leibovitz. Good morning, Avrami. We have a private uh, thing. Okay. We have time here. Baruch Hashem. This is from Jack Warman. Where's the book that he gave me yesterday? Somewhere around there, the Safer. Can I, can I, can I close this? Yeah. yeah. On a similar note. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, says, <laughs> it wasn't a question. <laughs> it says, they have a kasha. It says, Abravino, it says he had a daughter. Yeah. The daughter was Bakal. It says Hashem, right? So the question is, everyone asks, why can't, why can't Yitzchak marry Bakal? And so the answer, you can't marry a Medrash. <laughs> can't marry Medrash. Very good. Uh, nice nice job on the camera there, Gary. What, what do you do? Hello, Gary. Hello, we're in the middle of a share here. You didn't zoom in on the guy talking. Garnish, what do, you, what do we have a camera for? He just got a joystick and Garnish. He's, he's, he's different. Yosef Das, Ishkoyach from Jack Warman. This is by Rabbi Yosef Warman. I didn't have a chance yet. He says like this, he didn't send it uh, to get a plug for the Sefer. He just wanted to brag. He wanted to brag about his son. His son is 40 years old, lives in Lakewood. He has six children. Today, which is a week ago, this coming Sunday, he's making a Siyam Shas. This will be the fourth time he finished Shas. These guys are giving us Khalish Sadas. He's four times, the other guy's five times. He's written many things in Lashon Kodesh. I just want you to see what he did. Shkoyach, Jack Warman. I started with your daf at Brachas Daf Beis. Originally was on YouTube recordings. Now I Zoom live. He's on Zoom live. Jack Warman. This comes out every single week. It's called Arhar Merkaz. And let me just tell you a little bit of what goes on here. This is Chizik from Rabbi Didi Kramer. A taste of Chasidus from Rabbi Zalman Tursky from Chicago. Thoughts, Parcha Thoughts by Moshe Hirsch. He puts this together, him, his wife, some other women. It's a lot of work. It's 11 pages of stuff. Rivelli Classics, compiled by Ari Bloom. He's an unbelievable writer. Daf Topics by Rabbi Yaakov Schoenberg. And this, Rabbi Oisai, is a big one. Daf Insights by Moshe Tzvi Dauber. Dr. Dauber, he told us this is the first time ever that he's writing a Shtikot on Gemara like this. When he's what? He's in his 60s, Gemaldic. Know the Rashi by Sender Gross. Meet the family. Today, this week, is uh, David Hauchhauser, if you wanted to get to know him. K. 
Kids' Corner by Mordechai Sapaznik, the famous artist, Mordechai Sapaznik, the one who donated the printer that I printed this on. For Kids by Kids by Akiva Solway. Akiva, Gary, now it's the time that you zoom out on Akiva Solway. Shkoyach, thanks. A story for all by the one and only Nachman Seltzer. I don't know. But on this table alone, we have... Uh, you're done. You're done for today. <laughs> it's the last, last page. And this is Akiva Ziegler. Ziegler? Yeah. Which one is it? I didn't read it yet. Don't tell me it's the one in the, the train. What is it? I can't see. Where am I supposed to look? It's a long story. Give me like one line. Story about a little boy who fell inside. It fell inside a sewer? <laughs> no way. <laughs> the first Maisa Shukamat Taya. When my Shabbos I just do story number 97. And the goes, ha ha ha. This is story one. When I was three years old, I fell into a sewer. I was flushed by a sewer. Oh, no? Okay. I'm not. Read it in here, advice, if you want to know how it all started. <laughs> flushed the. Akiva the Malk in the five towns, and Akiva sent in this picture that he found, and we got to start learning already, a car in Williamsburg, right in front of, this is the Satmar Rebbe's house, and look at this, MDY, eight minute daf, it's all there. Shimrim. This is Shimrim. no, the eight minute daf is Shimrim. okay. Rabbi, so we're starting a brand new parak today, very exciting stuff. A lot, a lot of pictures, maybe even hands-on. We're continuing with the Kayan Gadol, continuing the Avoid on Yom Kippur. They bring out a spoon, something like this, made out of gold. A shovel. We know what a machta looks like. We had a whole thing about machta the other day. He goes like this into the flour mixture and he goes like this. Into the Torah, sorry, he goes like this with two hands. Vinosan and then he pours it into, with his two hands, he pours it into the spoon. If he's a tremendous handed man, that's how much he takes. If he has tiny little hands, that's how much it is. Now, we have to remember these three words. The Gemara is going to discuss them. What does it mean? Okay. If you're large, you're large. Small, small. It's referring to a kli. Is it referring to his hands? We'll see in the Gemara. Now, if you were writing the Mishnah, what would you write? You have two things here. You have the Ktoiris, and you have a shovel. What should you take in your right hand? Your boy say, not a, what? You have the Ktoiris and a shovel. What should you take in the right hand? You take the Ktoiris in the right hand. But you don't do that. You take the shovel in your right hand, the coals, and the k'tairis in the left hand. The Gemara will explain why. Says the Gemara, machta tanale. So we already said, if you remember, the machta, if we're talking about the machta, it's on the fourth row. Here's the guy still mixing his thing. He's there for an hour already going like this. If you look closely, right over here is the shovel full of coals. So where does the shovel come in here? What's, what's going on? Says the Gemara, we already discussed the shovel. He fills it up with coals, comes down, puts it on the fourth roivet. Says the Gemara, We're not talking about the coals. We're talking about a shovel full of ketairas. First, they bring him an empty spoon from a place called Lushka Sakelim. And and also, this is the shovel. A shovel full of k'tores from Beis Aftinas. Remember Beis Aftinas? In the beginning, we said that they're not good people. They didn't want to tell the secret. Then Rebbe Kiva said, perhaps, they did a L'Shem Shomayim. They had a good reason. So, he does chafina. Says the Gemara, Kav B'yoyim HaKippurim Lamali. Why, do we, why does he need a spoon? Isn't it better without a spoon? 
It says you should fill up your hands with k'tiris and then go directly to the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Why are you taking this extra step of emptying, emptying out your hands into a spoon which is not even brought down in the pasuk? Mishom Deloy Efshar. Because we have no choice. The Hechi Navid, what should be, what should he do? Nail Vahadr Nail. If he should do two trips. He'll bring the coals in there. Then he'll come back with his two hands, grab some k'tiris, and make a second trip in there with the k'tiris alone. It says in the positive, only once, it doesn't say twice. So what should he do? So let's say he doesn't have a spoon. He just takes his, uses his hands, and now his hands are occupied with k'tiris. So where is he going to put the g'chalim? I love it. It sounds like this hurts a little bit. It's burning hot coals. But somehow, maybe he puts like a leather piece, like we said, by the handle. He'll figure it out. He'll put the coals on top of the k'tiris. And then he'll come. The problem is, that's great. He could travel from there to there to the Hasam, But when he gets to the Kaishakadashim, what should he do now? Now he has his hands full of k'tayrus, and he has on top of that g'chalim. How is he going to remove the g'chalim and put them on the floor without dropping the k'tayrus? So this is, a, this is an idea. Nishkele b'shinei v'nachte l'machto. Let him do it with his teeth. He'll, with his teeth, he could somehow position the coals on the floor. Hashto l'fnei melech bosav adom. Enoisin kein. L'fnei melech malchiam lochem agash baruchu alachas kama v'kama. So certainly, you cannot do such a thing. You can't move things around with your teeth in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You wouldn't, you wouldn't come to a king and give him something with your teeth, uh, drop something off on his table with your teeth. It's not nice. Baruch Hashem, there's a tesis here, because we had, when I was doing the, if you recall, I did a, a chafina demonstration. And I was using my teeth, because that was one of the pirushim. And tesis brings this gemara later on on my test. So how do you do chafina with your teeth? It's not proper in front of the Baruch you're not supposed to be using your teeth. So Taisa says, there's a difference. If you're using your teeth to, to turn it like this, it's already in your hand, just going like this, that's okay. Maybe you can do that in front of a king. But like to position it, here, let me show you. If you go like this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not good. That's a, wow, I almost broke my teeth. That would have been funny. You're not worried about your teeth. You're worried about me breaking the... Okay. Anyway, so to move something from one place to another, that's not nice in front of the king. But to, to turn it around, that's fine. Says the Gemara, There's nothing you can do about it. There's no, there's no good way around this. What do we find by the seam? It says by the Nesim, Kafachas, Asar Zom, Lake Taurus. I mean, this is one of the most famous Pesukim in the Torah because it's repeated how many times? 12 times. And Memela, it says that you give one cup, so we use a spoon also in this situation. So he takes the, the shovel in his right hand, and the spoon in his left hand, the spoon of Ktar, says the Gemara, the famous line, You take the, the guest, the person doesn't really belong here, and you put him up in the sky, you make him chashuv, and the guy that belongs here, you put him down in the ground. Ktaris is the important thing, that's what we're talking about. So what do you, why, are you, why, why is the Ktaris in the left hand, and the coals end up in the, in the right hand? So, first of all, there's a Magid Mizlachiv, the Magid Mizlachiv says that, Mamash Amaritz, Mizlachiv, exactly. The Valnagain, the Vilnig, Zlachiv, Vaisar, Zlachiv. The Magid Mizlachiv is the town of Vesht. He says, if you're Yitzhiva Ba'aro, if you, you think that you're permanent in this world, Giyar B'Shmaya, you're going to be a, a guest in Shemayim. You, you, can't, you, can't, you can't put your feet here and say you're, you, this is your Makam. But uh, I want to show you something disgusting. I don't know if I even should show it in, in Shir. But it, just yesterday, 
this reminded me when I saw it, somebody sent this to me and I said, Oh, Yitziva Ba'aro the Giyorim of Eretz Yisrael. Who are the Giyorim here? Who don't belong here? This is the cover of the newspaper, the leftist newspaper. 67 children died in the war. 67. There's not a single mention of a Yid that died here. A single mention. Hmm? Yeah. This is in Gaza. This is the Giyorim. This is what they're celebrating. Oh, okay, fine. Nebuch. Zumeruba says the Gemara, I'll tell you why. You know why you're using your, le- your right hand to the coals? Zumeruba v'zumuetis. It's heavy. It's just a physical thing. You, he has to deal with these coals, and it's heavy compared to the Ketairis. So Mimela, he has to use his right hand. What if the guy, we said, that every coin is different. So what if the guy, look at this, wow. This is the best advice. I did, I did search. I, did, I want to do something different, but this is Shaq. This is a regular bottle of water, by, by the way. That's how small it looks in his hand. Bamis, I'm not joking. He could, no, no. It's a drinking bottle. It's like this small. He could, he could, he could I saw him do four bottles. He could hold four bottles in one hand. So if he's the Kayan, his, his, his k'tairis, his k'tairis is a lot. It all goes by the kain. So he could have heavier than the coals. Because the coals are exactly three kav, we said. So even if it's heavier, he still has to use the left, his left hand. For the, for the, for the heaviness. Why? Like plug. Most kainim, the coals are going to be heavier than the k'tairis. So even if his k'tairis is heavier than the, the coals, finished. Says the Gemara, I'll tell you, Maisa. Okay, Maisa, the Rabbi Shmuel ben Kimchis. Does anybody remember Rabbi Shmuel? Rabbi Shmuel is the Rabbi Shmuel ben Pavi. He's one of the only Koyanim Dailam that lasted more than a year during that whole Kufa when they were switching off the Koyanim every year. And his mother is the one that made him a garment, a very expensive garment. I think it was the one for a hundred or ten, one of those. Ben Pavi, Rishmo Ben Pavi. Over here, he's called Ben Kimchis. Why? We're going to understand it. It's, it's obvious from the story. Zu Chama Vizu. Zu Chama Vizu. Tenenes Shalav here, but if it's hot, you have to deal with it. What? Takes it out. The gun takes it out. Somebody, the Bach, I think. The Bach takes it out. No, he does. The, 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 the Bach takes it out. So if you don't take it out, it would mean that since it's hot, you need the right hand to deal with it. The left hand will be too shlomazi. You don't want coals falling all over the place. Overall, Rabbi Shmuel ben Kimchis. His chafina's hands are so huge. By the way, I didn't know this. This is just for nobody else, just for Noam. Michael Jordan had the third largest hands in the NBA ever. You ever knew that? You'd think that, you know, because I was doing the research. It's not me. Between you, don't tell anybody else. Uh, no, it explains a lot. Voimer, it's not Stami, he's athletic, he's just, okay, fine. Will Chamberlain, you know, so I did the whole, I was looking for the largest hands. Shaq wasn't even on the list, but that was the only picture I was able to, Voimer, oh, so Mela, so he had very large hands, and listen what he did. He goes around telling people, I'll explain to you, why am I this kind of specimen? I'm, I'm huge, like seven feet tall, hands like Oigmel Chabashan. So he would tell people, all the women, there was Zered Zardu, but my mother Zered, is better than everybody else. So some people explain, Barson. she used to eat like, like uh, farina, what is that stuff called? You know, the, the, the porridge, whatever it is, porridge, porridge. She ate the good stuff. It's good for a sick person, it's good for a pregnant woman. He was saying that the better part of the Shikva Zera was Koilat. He's the better part. He has better genes, so to speak. That's what he was saying. And again, that goes to Shitasi. That's not Gaiva. A person says, look, I'm seven feet tall. I'm not, he's, not showing, he's, not, he's not saying I'm better than you. It happens to be. I'm a better specimen. It doesn't mean the Rabbanish Loyalim likes me more. or I'm, I'm better off than you. I just happen to be tall. That's what happened over here. Rebavo, Rebavo, Rami. Rebavo has a stira. 
Very interesting that you have Perek Yudches of Tehillim and Perek Chav Beis and Shmuel Beis are almost identical word to word. The entire thing. In fact, on, we just said it had on, on Pesach. On Shvish Pesach, we say that Torah of Shmuel. And according to the Vilna Goyen, that day, you say the Shur Shal Yom of Perek Yudches. It's a famous Perek. We say in Birkus Amazin. Birkus Amazin. We say Magdal and Migdal. Why? Because those are the differences between the two. It says one like this. In, in, in Tilim it says Magdal and Migdal. So in Shabbos you say like Shmuel. And on, there's another difference. Here. Vatazreini chayla melchama. Vatazreini. Uchsiv. Hamazreini chayla melchama. So what's the difference? Why, in, why is Tehillim different than Shmuel when it comes to this word? You did the two things. That you chose me, so to speak, from the best part of the Zerah, and then you gave me Kayach. He once had a conversation with some sort of Arab. Now, the Rishayim talk about it. It's Ayim Kippur. He's in the middle of his Avaidah. They separate him for a week. He's all careful about Tumah. And suddenly he's going to have a conversation with an Arab guy in the middle of the marketplace. What happened? We must say that he's, uh, the Arab was a king. The Arab was some, something. Something's going on there. You have to, there's some sort of reason why he had to do this. Because it's very dangerous to speak to an Arab. A non-Jew, his spit has the Dalach of Ziva. And Bimela would make you Tomei. Says the Gemara, And in fact, he was, when he spoke to him, a, a piece of spittle hit him, hit the coin gadol, hit his clothing. And therefore, he couldn't be a coin gadol anymore. So his brother became, went in there instead of him. And his mother saw. She was like to see in one day two of her sons, not Stam Koyhanim Gdoilim, but Koyhanim Gdoilim on Yom Kippur. It's the same exact story. Same thing, not an Arab, but a Hegemon. A general, a special And again, he became Tommy from the guy. Another brother went in there and became the Koyhan Gadol. Shiva bonim kimchis. These are some of the most famous lines in Shas. Kimchis had seven sons. <laughs> what happened to his father Ben Parvi? Vikulon shimshu or Parvi. Vikulon shimshu All seven sons So Chacham Kamter. He said, "This is not normal. Something's going on. What's the secret? What's the secret formula? How do you have seven sons that are Kiyanu Gdoyel? One, okay." Two, seven. There must be, you're doing something. Tell us your secret. The Masha points out here, maybe the father did something good. She says that maybe she had a few different husbands, like they were from different fathers, so they were able to see right away. It wasn't from the one father. It wasn't the father. It was her genes. It was her. Or they knew that the father was a... Uh, not up to such good things. So it was hurt. My, the walls of my house never saw my braided hair. Some people, that's why uh, some people say that you have the Ramosha Feinstein. You see, the Yushalmis, they're very makbid on braiding the hair. And a woman should braid her hair from this Gemara. Kilei Sari should be braided. But again, halachically, a woman doesn't have to cover her hair. Inside her house. I was just thinking as I'm saying it, like you could just cut that. How long do you have to cut a woman doesn't have to cut her hair? Stop. You know, and then they take it, it's Stefanski said, you don't have to cover. Fine. You don't have to cover your hair in your house. So she said, I'm I was machmir in places that I could be machmir. Not in the shower or whatever, but in a place that I could, I was machmir. And that's why I was Zaycha to seven Kuharim Dain. Harbei Asukain Ilu. It's not true. That's not the reason. There must be more than that. So a few things you see here, that I see here, I call upon him, I don't know if you're masking to me or not. These side that you see all over Shas, that 
in order to be zaycha to, to godless, in order to you, for you to stick out, so to speak, you can't stick out if you put on tefillin. Everybody puts on tefillin. You have to go above and beyond. You have to take that extra step, that extra, do something different. Now, from here, you also see that it's something different. It's not even halacha. Halacha, she doesn't have to do it. She took upon herself a chumrah. It's a nice chumrah. It's not, it's not an halacha. Okay. So godless, to be zaycha, to sevenga, you go above and beyond in something that's not even halacha. And they didn't argue with her that she's doing, oh, stama, chanyak, frumak, what are you doing? They said, the other women that do the same thing, and they weren't zaycha. It says in the Torah, you should do a kemitza. You should not make a vessel that holds the kmitzah. In other words, you have to do it with your hand. You can't be a mafunik and say, oh, I don't want to get my hand dirty. Here, let's take a measuring cup. Let's go like this. Take out the certain amount of flour. No, with your hand. So we talked about kmitzah. But what about the two-handed kmitzah, so to speak, called the chafina? That we just spoke about. You have to take two hands of tires, put in a vessel. What about that? It's dafka by kmitza that says bekumtza. Let's say bechafnov in his hand. It's his chafnov. So it could be that size of two hands. So over here, the Gemara introduces us to Zereshava. It says by chafino meloi. It says by tires meloi. Maybe they're the same. Remember in the Mishnah we had these three words. It says, it doesn't matter if you have very large hands, very small hands, you bring it, and then the Mishnah ends off, what does it mean? It's not extra words. We already said, if you have large hands, great, you have small. Perhaps it means, and if you want, my love, if you want to make a kli for it, it's great. That's not what the Mishnah means. In addition to the chafina that you do outside, and you put it inside a bowl, and then you take the bowl into the Kosher Kedashim, then you have to do that whole thing with the teeth, and you flip the bowl into your hands, and you're doing chafina for the second time. Okay, that's what the Mishnah means. Shmas Well, we have a shayla if that's what you do. Isn't this a mefurish Mishnah? If bikach midasa doesn't mean you make a kli, so it must mean that you're doing a second chafina. But we don't know if you're doing a second chafina. But over here it says you do a second chafina. So now I have a, a pashtas to the ifshita to the, uh, to the ibaya. Over here. It says, You're not, no. There's no, there's no pshitusa to the ibaya. Why? Because if I'm going to prove from here that you do a second chafina, then I'll say no. It's not a proof. The proof from this Mishnah is that I can make a kli. But if I'm going to prove from here that I can make a kli, now I'll say no, you did a second chafina. So there's no, there's no concrete proof. Anyway, if you want to bring it right here, so that, that mandam is going to say, no, the Mishnah means they can make a kli. And if you want to bring it right to the mandam, it says you can make a kli. No, it's not talking about a kli. It's talking about doing a second chafina. The Mishnah doesn't say specifically what it is. No raya. Inami That whatever your shear is, if you're a shack and your shear is uh, 20 gallons in your two hands, make sure you get 20 gallons, not 19 and a half. Not 19.99. It should be exact. Not a, not a bit more, not a bit less. So let's not ready printed these. Let's show them. To visualize. The Kayan takes a Khafina from here. Did I show already the Khafina one? He puts his two hands here, grabs two handfuls like this, puts it into the bowl. This is the calf. Then he goes... Why do I have this? Oh, because it shows here that in his right hand you have the coals, and in the left hand he has the tires, and that's the Gemara's kasha. Why is it reversed? You see that the coals are heavier. That's why he's in the right hand. This is chayfin v'chayzer This is what we just discussed. And once he reaches the kaddish hakadoshim, he he pours it out into his hand using his teeth according to one shita. But there's another chafina because it fills up his hand for the second time. Because he had the first time was in his hand, he poured it into the bowl. Now it's from the bowl back into his hand, and from his hand into the gechalim, and that's the tires, and it stays there for the rest of the day. Now the Gemara asks, well, this is how you do kmitza. 
Truth is, I don't have to do a live demonstration. These pictures are better. I brought flowers just in case anybody wants to see it later. But this is a kmitzah, sideways, three fingers, that's it. Now, the Gemara asks, Yochum Avayrats, maybe, maybe it, you know, open up your fingers, overflow everywhere, it's coming out of all different places. Says the Gemara, Tamalema Bikumtsoi, it should be within the kaimets, inside it, not overflowing, coming out from different places. Very interesting to pay attention here. If you came to Shir just for this, Kedai. Because over here the Gemara says Barashi Etz Ba'isav, and on Amit Beis it says Barashi Etz Ba'isav. Did you pick on this? Pick up on this. Who, who learned the daf? Mendy, you learned it? You picked up on this? this? This thing? No. Okay, so it's Kedai that you came. Where's that water? Over here, Barashi Etz Ba'isav means. He's grabbing it with the tips of his fingers. Literally, Barashi Etz Ba'isav. But on Amit Beis, it means that he's going like this. He's like a, like a tractor going into the, into the Kemach. Here, you might be able to. Is this it? Is, oh, beautiful. See the big difference? This is Rosh Hashanah that we're talking about now. That it's within the fingers. And it's a very small amount. It's an amount. This is an amount, not, a, not an action. This is an action. This is how did you get the, the Kmitzah with a shovel-like thing. Not sideways like this, but like this. Just as a ara. So you understand that it's different. Says the Gemara, No, it has to be full. Like we said over here, this is like people, I guess, in those days at least, this is how they do it. Sideways, I would today probably go like this. They went down and grabbed, and that's what it is. Full. Okay, Tzad. He closes three fingers on his hand. Turning to Mem Zayin on the base, sponsored Schus Shidduch Fest, Dvoir Basle Gittel, and for Dvoir Basuri, Lilanishmas, the Miram victims, for Shlema for the Miram victims, the MDY Chabura is truly one big family. Now, there's different Menachas. Some of them are flour and oil, water. But you have marcheshes. You have the deep fried one and the baked one. This is the most difficult thing to do in the Beis HaMikdash. Why? You're taking something very hard, a, a tough material, think to yourself, a piece of bread, and you're going with your thumb this way. But even try to do right now without any bread in your hand. Try to go with your pinky and go up and down. It's very difficult. I'm having trouble doing it right now. But you want to do your pinky to cut the bread precisely. You can't leave any extra jumping that way. You can't take off too much that goes into your finger that way. It has to be miduyak, bull, exact, laser cut. That is the hardest thing in the Beisam English to do. As the Gemara, Zuhi Bisulai, even today we mentioned another very difficult thing called Khafina. What about? According to most Yushayim, you're taking the bird, like we had on Matzah Shabbos, the bird, the pigeon, and with one hand, you got to grab its legs and its wings, and with your thumb, you're going right through the vertebrae of the bird. It's very difficult. I never tried it, but I'm assuming that, first of all, you have to be powerful. I said on Matzah Shabbos that we're going to do it, but Yeshua didn't want to do it. Huh? Fingernails, but it's, it hurts. It hurts, and it's, it's hard, and okay. Says the Gemara, what about, you think it's, uh, we, we tried it here, to take a bowl, a big bowl full of uh, two hands worth of tyrus, flip it over into your hands, and not one speck, how do you say speck, gargir, granule, particle's not good, but one, uh, one piece fall off onto the ground, you can't, it's awesome. Elizuhi, it's one of them. It's not the one. It's one out of one bit. It's one of the three. This is the only time in Shas. His name is brought down. What about the what about the flower or whatever it is that gets stuck between the fingers? In between the fingers. He's going like this. What happens then? What is it? 
Omar Papa, the Gavoy, if it's the inner part that it sees the inside of your hand, if you can see it from inside, it's part of the Kmitsa. The Baroi, the Vadi Shuraimu. And if you see it from the outside, it's certainly not part of the Kmitsa. Kiti Bayalach, the Bain of Bain, my. Exactly in the middle. Now, when I saw this, like, why, why is he going to have to do this to us? This is such a dark as the Kikasha. But I saw the Tzavnes Paneach, the Rogachover, he says, this would be the same question that we have about Benesh Moshes. This is the, the, the Shail. It's one of these questions that it's Nishtahin and Nishtaher, but it's, it's a lifetime question, and there's no answer to this kind of question. And that, it's the same kind of idea. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. The in between this. What was it? <laughs> the the mantle, the uh, the iskufa. Oh, Rabbi Yechanan, how the pashta? How the pashta? Yeshua ben Uzza. It's interesting. Bein habinayim suffik nino. It's a suffik. But if you look at the lashon of the Gemara, how the pashta? He said a he said a halacha lemaisa. What's the halacha? I'm paskining. I'm passing in that Allah is it's a suffix. And therefore what? So we have the same svegas. So, uh, ben Hashemosh is also paskin, it's a suffix. And therefore you have different, it's Nagel Amaisa. Now what? So now what do you do? It's a suffix. And now what? You take that part that's in between the fingers, you put it on the Mizbeach. And afterwards, I'm sorry, you take the Kaimetz, you take the whole Kaimetz, and you put it on the Mizbeach. And then afterwards you take the stuff that got stuck between the fingers. The Amr is Because if you're going to say that the, the stuff that's in between the fingers goes first, Now we have a Suffolk. You, you need to put it on the Mizbeach. Why do you need to put it on the Mizbeach? Because what if it is the Kmitzah? It has to go on the Mizbeach. But what if it's not the Kmitzah? They have another problem. The halacha is if part of the shirayim, you have a big bowl of flour, whatever, and you stick, you take a tiny amount, it's, it's very small, and you put it on the mizbeach, and then something went wrong with the bowl. A part of it went missing. You cannot eat anything from the bowl. Now it's in Binsa to eat the bowl. You have to eat the, the you give it to the kohanim to eat. It's, it's part of the kmitza. You won't be able to eat it. So you can't, just in case, it's the shirayim, it's, it belongs in the bowl, and you put it on the mizbeach, now the bowl is missing a part, now nobody can eat from it. Now there's another problem here. You cannot break up a carbon. Let's say you're bringing a, a oila, and you bring most of it on, and, oh yeah, I forgot a piece, too late. You can't take the piece afterwards and put it back on. Over here also. If I put the kmitz on, I can't come running back five minutes later and say, oh, let me take the, the, the parts that got stuck between the fingers and put it on. It's too late. It has to be in one shot. All of you, the Bereder of Shimon ben Pazi, the Makdilulu Shumaitzim, the Zaitza, he makes a Tanai. And he puts it on the Mizbeach and he says, if what I'm putting on is my Kaimetz, it's part of the carbon, it's a carbon. But if it's not, then I'm putting it on as fuel firewood. Rebbe Leezer says that if parts of the chattas and oila get mixed up, so I could put them all on the mizbeach and they say, whatever my suffix is, if, it's, if it belongs to the mizbeach, great. But if it doesn't, then it's firewood. It's fuel. If you have, you cannot put it on the mizbeach. You can't take the chattas and put it on the mizbeach when it doesn't belong to the mizbeach. Because if you have kavana, for carbon, it's also. But if you have kavana for wood, for fuel, then it's okay. Okay, that's great. You cannot do it tonight like that. It doesn't work. Oh, I love this. Get a hefty zaftike coin. Overweight guy. Rabbi Sai, nobody should go on a diet yet. Mashiach might be coming, they might call you up to be a coin, to a coin and you have to have fat fingers. If you have fat fingers, there will be no room for the, for the stuff to go in. You're checking to see if you have fat fingers. You have a little room in there. A little bit. Come on, I see. I see through. You don't have it? You can be a kind. You need to go on a diet, Livy. <laughs>
Demiri asks here, what's going on? Does that mean that every, we'll see in a second, hold on. You should always bring a fat coin, a larger coin, overweight coin. That's the Meiri. So if so, that means that every coin gold has to be heavy. How do you, you, can't, be, you can't be skinny in a coin gold, it doesn't go together. So that's a good, good passion. I don't know, you mean that those, not every coin gold is wealthy. And then the Bayesheni, Bayesheni. Oh, they made them wealthy. What, but that, you mean, but that takes a few days. What do you do the first Yom Kippur? Says the Gemara. Over here? We're going to write, yeah. We have to. It'll be like a shadow. Why are they doing these giant koyanas? I end up in Zion with base. Then between of the fingers of the chafina, when you do it two hands, same question as we had before. Before we were talking about a kmitzah, now we're talking about two hands. What's the question? Didn't we have the same shayla before as chafina like Kmitzah, we said there's a Gzer Shava, not, yeah. Says Gemara, Rav Papa, Hachi Ba'ilei. Without, I don't need the Gzer Shava, another question. Melei Chafna, Vehevi, it says in the Pasuk that you should bring it, be in and Vaika, I'm bringing everything. It says, do a Chafina and bring it. I don't care if it's in the fingers or out of the fingers. Or Dilma Velokach, Vehevi. The word Lekicha means you have to have intent. And that went into your fingers, between your fingers without your intent. You didn't want it to get there. It went there by itself. Vahaleka, take a... Omar Papa, Pshitali Meloi Kumtsoi Kidekamtsi Inchi. It's Pasha to me that it means the way people, Kmitsa is like people do it. So again, you karate chop into the bowl of flour, and well, according to Rashi, you go like this, your fingers are already bent, some say not. You go like this, and then you, you grab it. Bara Papa. Over here does not mean the amount. It means like a shovel going this way. He didn't go sideways, but he went this way. What about if you're coming instead of this way, you're coming from down upwards. You're going this way. What if you're closing your fingers like this? Let's see, we have some pictures. This is Roshayt's boys going downwards. This is a regular Kmitsa. This is Malay Kumsi, down, like this, sideways. This is Milamata Lamala, going upwards and grabbing. And this right over here is Minat's Dadim, is. Going and, and, and just closing your fingers up. This is what Khafina looks like. You put your two hands together and you grab two handfuls. What if he went downwards like a tractor? He went down, he went in and then upwards. What if he closes his fingers like this? What if he did a chafina with one hand, did a chafina with another hand, and then after he had the two hands, then he put them together. Have a wonderful day. Amatsi Shabbos, 9.30, regular time. Rebelli, good morning. Okay. Ellie. By the way, what? My, my wife, my wife and I were at a um, we're at a game, 
And afterwards, we, um, we, got, we got to get to certain parts of the stadium that aren't open to the people. And I got to spend some time with Shaq. Somewhere we have a before and after look, me and Shaq. You have a picture of that? I try, I, I try <laughs> it on his hands very big. What's that? Are his hands really big? I mean, I know he has a size 22 shoe. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> we were joking about his clown shoes. <laughs> Rebelli, how are you doing? Rebelli, there were two strong right. there. Jack, thank you, thank you. But there was there were two shvarm there. It wasn't just two copies. It was volume one, volume two. I didn't see the second one. I didn't have oh, a chance to see it yesterday. Oh, right. oh, just look around. They're both there. Good morning, Ellie. Good morning, Ellie. You didn't change your name yet, huh? No, I can't figure. I can't figure it out. You got to do before you log on. Mark, change his name. Yeah. Abeli. We all, Mark we all know who he is. Remember the story from a year ago? Uh, you held up a picture of Carol's uh, grandfather. His wife's grandfather. He said he never saw his wife's hair in 75 years. I heard that story. Who was it again? Harry. 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 His wife's grandfather. Who? Harry. 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 His wife's grandfather. You held up the picture. You you told the story. I held up the picture. I said the story. Oh, Harry Shalom's grandfather. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Hey, he's not me. Yes, I didn't have what you're saying. Now I have. Okay, yes. Yes. Where is he? He was. He, he was on. Who's talking? That's Abby? Yeah. That's Abby Shaman. Doesn't sound like you. He's a little tired. You know, in New York, it's very late. I wasn't sure, Akiva, if that was your car or you found the car. That was my car. <laughs> I, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to the picture. Like, oh, look what he found. <laughs> I think it's for, for Yaeli, who's in Williamsburg. I think I'll you know, give him some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mentioned him actually. Billy Warren here from in Lakewood. How's it going? Now Warren. Yeah, I'm going to Brooklyn for Shabbos, actually. So hopefully I'll meet up with some of the New Yorkers. I, I think what you should do is take that that uh, that bus that we were talking about yesterday. Yeah, I heard about it. <laughs> the Lakewood Shuttle. Yeah. Check no, out I'm, I'm more comfortable in the car that I've got. Don't worry. What? More comfortable in the car that they rented me. Sorry. No, but you have to you have to you have to see what the shuttle is. We might have to buy them like a screen because I don't think they're they're watching it on the screen. Aaron has already reached out. That's a good one. Good job, Warren. Good job. We'll see you. I'll message you later. Okay, thanks. Thanks. Okay. Welcome to Lakewood. Thanks. We want to see some nice things, Aaron. Does Yoli keep up with Yoli? Yoli, um, everybody. Yoli, um, no, Yoli from from Lakewood and Elton. Elton, are they still out? I haven't seen them in a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You mean anonymous Yoli? Anonymous Yoli, correct. Thank you. Yeah, he's yeah, he's still around. He's uh. Uh, he, he won't be so shy now. I brought a flower. I ran out to the store. I, brought I went to the store to buy a book. I use it today. The pictures were really good, and uh, I ran out of time. It was okay. Yes. Hey Ellie, I have a little yeah. bit. Of, a little bit of uh, not such good 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 news uh, on your side. Uh oh. Uh oh, what's not, what's not good news by us? Uh oh, um, I'll be canceling in the next uh, three weeks. I am leaving Zoom. Yeah, he's going to camp. He's going to camp. He's going to camp. Oh, no, you guys giving away the punchline. I think it'll be, I think it should be learning time, which is uh, America's got the army in camp. There should be a big screen with Zoom. Ellie, you going to Robomo? Yes. So talk to wow. Rabbi Fletcher. Tell him you need to be online for this year. Also, also have, you can still I, use Zoom I, I on phone calls. Who, who, who I, I, I'm doing it with. 
Okay. So we have I'm to sure. work this out. And, we have and, to work this out. And I'm sure <laughs> Ellie knows him. Who, Ray Pfeiffer? No. Armo? No. Okay. Rabbi Avi Slansky. Oh. Rabbi Slansky. So I'm sure you can work it out with him. Worse comes worse is you call into the Zoom call every day. I'm, I'm, plan, I'm planning on doing that. Nehemia, in camp, you don't always have a cell phone. Uh, yes, I always oh, you can get a hold of a cell phone. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm coming as a staff, so. Different. Oh, that's different. Yeah, they let them have. Yeah, I was there. I left. Nachemi, what can be going on? that quickly? It's about a seven-minute walk to my house. Uh, she was over more than seven minutes ago. Okay. Yeah, it's almost time to go to Shachar's. It is. Yeah, it's time to Shachar's. Mark, you're taking away Ellie Trapper's job. Well, Mark, what's the story today with the Zoom bombers? Is, did it get better? No, Baruch Hashem was quiet today. That's the day. Yes, but I, I have to ask Gary because the, the waiting room now, right? We we wait when most of the Hever came in. I turned it on. There when there were like eighty something guys, and it was like it was like at seven twenty-five. I turned it on. It was quiet for them. And you let all 87 in? You were able to tell there was everybody had a good well, name? Those, the people that were coming in at the beginning were, all had a name except one or two. One guy has a fish in his picture. I don't know. I don't That's know. fish all. Official, official catering. Ellie <laughs> has no... He knows. He smiled right away. Don't worry about and then, it. And then afterwards, and then afterwards, we know what's yeah. uh, Oh, here's official. I see official. official? I think that's yes, looking up. When are you coming Mark. in? Hey, Mark. Yes, Ellie. Uh, you better get ready. It's, it's, until you see me on the other side, standing next to. Standing okay, guys, I gotta to run. Ellie. Before I run, Shabbos. I, I, I just officially get this great, great chair. You muted. You muted. You muted. You. Yeah. All right, guys. Ellie, you have a good job. I got to run. Have a good job. Have a good job. Have a good job. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.